It's time for the Flagler Radio Business Report, a 30-minute roundtable discussion with local businesses. And now, your host, Kirk Keller. Good morning and welcome to the Business Report. I'm your host, Kirk Keller. Got a fantastic group of people in the studios this morning. Even though I am a little disappointed you didn't bring me a puppy to play with during the show. Um, to my right is Caroline. Good morning, Caroline. Good morning, Kirk. And all the way over there against the wall is Shara. Good morning. Good morning. Great. Well, tell us about SMART real quick. Well, I just jumped on with Caroline. but So she has been in Palm Coast now for 12 years. Mm-hmm. And she was running the Lost Pet page. And we all know 12 years ago, it was not 100,000 people in Palm Coast. So here we are now. And she also volunteered for about seven years at the Humane Society, the Flagler Humane Society, and worked with very difficult cases. So um, that is unfortunately a kill shelter. Right. So Caroline decided that she needed to make some changes. And when you say that, you... that. They euthanize them after, what, nine weeks, nine months? How, how does that work? There's a lot of different ways this happens. If they unfortunately are sick, unadoptable, elderly, need mm. pet care, um, unfortunately the fees and time involved, uh, there's too much coming in and too much going out to maintain that. Okay. So Caroline decided she wants to do something totally different, and that is to create her own nonprofit and save every animal in Flagler County. So it's not just puppies, which I have a weakness for. <laughs> well, I call them puppies, even though when they're 13, 14 years old, they're still a puppy. They are. Um, so I'll just back up a little bit and s- with the Humane Society. Um, a lot of what I did there was bring a lot, a lot of the lost pets in, dump pets, um, abused dogs. A lot of them needed rehabbing in order to make them adoptable. Um, so in my volunteering... I did go out and spend um, sometimes five, six hours a day with one dog at the shelter just to kind of get them to trust humans again. I did that sometimes for a few weeks at a time um, just so they weren't euthanized. Um, So I try to stick with the harder cases that wouldn't do well in a shelter. Um, We pick up a lot of lost dogs um, from the lost pet page that are hit by cars. We can't find an owner or owner doesn't want to pay the vet bills, so they abandon them. Um, we just took in a few this month that were roughly six to $10,000 each to rehab them wow. and to repair the broken bones and get them back to a healthy spot. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them are doing amazing right. and in fosters. Um, in a shelter environment, most times those would be euthanized. Um, so like because Harris, of the cost, basically. Right, yes. Um, and we, too, struggle with the cost. We don't have... Um, anywhere near the means that a humane society has. We rely on donations solely where having a shelter and a facility opens you up to more grants and um, funding from the government. We don't have that right now. We're just solely on fundraising events like we're having in September. Um, Smaller events like Yappy Hours, things like that, help us to kind of fill the gaps. Um, A lot of crowdfunding. A lot of um, people probably get tired of seeing my posts, but I post pretty much almost weekly for different dogs that we take in Mm -hmm. um, that, unfortunately, if we don't fundraise for them. Well, let's talk about the lost dogs and the abandoned dogs. Uh, I know we had two hurricanes back-to-back last Mm -hmm. October and November, and I've always heard that a lot of dogs get lost. Is that that an influx of lost dogs, and you try to find their owners? 
there's, just there's a, rumor? a lot of eh, people use the excuse that there's hurricanes. Yes, it causes issues with broken fences or things like that um, that need to be prepared and fixed before letting your dog out loose again. Mm-hmm. Um, as a responsible dog owner, those are things you have to look for. Right. Um, no different with your kids. If you let your toddler in the backyard, you'd make sure the gates were secured. Same with your pets. You want to make sure everything is good. I know. Looking good. back, I probably would have left my gates open. Kirk. Keep the dogs. Get rid of the kids. <laughs> no puppies for Kirk. No. No, no, no. I love my puppies. He's like, there's no kids. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the COVID, did that increase? Because I've heard rumors that COVID also increased the Absolutely. amount of lost dogs or abandoned dogs. Yes. Um, a lot of people adopted puppies. They were home. Um able to take on the responsibility. Um, There was a lot of different money coming in for people with stimulus, things like that, that they can cover vetting and dog food. But everybody is back to work. The funds have stopped. Um, People are struggling right now, rise of cost. Vet care is very high for dogs, cats. Um, So I think overall we're seeing the shelters are full with owner surrenders. People are losing houses and rentals. Um, so th- there are a lot of dumb dogs. Um, the shelters have a surrender fee of usually $100. Many families that are struggling. So if somebody dumps a dog off on my property and I really don't want to take it all and I don't have the means to take it all, and I take it over to the shelter, they're going to charge me for dropping it off? Not if it's a dump dog and you're bringing in a stray dog, no. Okay. A stray dog is different. But if I am an owner that no longer wants to keep a dog gotcha. or okay. take care of it um, and it's my dog – I would have to pay a surrender fee to drop that dog off at the shelter. Gotcha. Um, We've had instances where the shelter um, has turned people away for dogs that they say they don't have time or they don't have space or the family doesn't have the money per se, um, and those dogs were dumped. Um, Actually, I just posted one last week that is adopted right now. When I was still volunteering for them last year, this dog was turned away at 430 because it was end of the day. They didn't want to... I think really just honestly, the staff didn't want to be bothered at that point at the end of the day. The woman was very frustrated, very disconnected emotionally from the dog, which to me is a red flag to just right. take the dog. Um, 20 minutes later, the dog was dumped in the B section somewhere, leash on, could have been hit by a car. Um, so unfortunately, there's a lot of factors that come into play, but there is a fee. Um, a lot of families that are struggling, losing their home, can't eat. Or pay their bills don't right. have a hundred dollars to surrender a dog right um so we get a lot of those calls um right now i'm getting five to ten calls a day for people needing to surrender their dogs um some people sick some you know a senior died and and they had a dog or two and they have nowhere to take them um some are just financially struggling and just can't afford anything do you work with the sheriff's department and the and the fire department whenever they have I guess, an abandoned dog from a a situation of a fire or robbery or killing or something? Absolutely. Actually, we um, took in three three dogs from one case where um, the sheriff's department is involved for cruelty, um, Mm -hmm. where I push for a lot of criminal charges on stuff as well. So we have one where the sheriff's department is involved in animal control with three dogs from one house. Um, We have another one that the sheriff's department went to and called me out uh, a few days ago that we took in, um, those unfortunately are a lot of neglected dogs, and our vet bills are very high for those. I bet. They've been a struggle. So who came up with the name Smart Rescue? We actually had one of our um, 
past volunteers that helped us to kind of correlate looking at kind of what we do and looking at a name that would be fitting. Well, tell me what SMART stands for. S-M-A-R-T, SMART. Saving Missing Animals Response Team. Right. And it actually is of Flagler County. Um, so basically it's because of doing all the missing animals on the lost pet page. Um, we do help a lot of families look for their lost dogs. I've been doing that for roughly nine years. Um, so it's a Facebook page that's dedicated to just lost pets. Or so just, if I just typed in lost pets, it'll pop up? Lost Pets of Palm Coast or okay. Flagler County, it comes right up. Um, and it's a group to join. If you have a lost pet, it's a resource. If you see a stray dog, it's a resource or a cat. Um, some people post their pet emergencies on there with vet care. Um, that's another resource that we do in the community is um, we help seniors that have other families, but we try to stick with seniors that have vet emergencies and cannot afford them. We raise funds and help them cover their vet care. Um, not something we put out there too much because you do get a lot of people that don't really need the help and reach right. out. Um, but that's important to be a resource for. And I think that's wise because I think a lot of seniors probably would do well with a pet. Maybe just not 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I know there's a, can't remember the name of the assisted living or nursing home, if, if they even call themselves that anymore, that would have a pet come in like once a week mm-hmm. and let let the elderly hang out with a pet, hang out with a, a therapy puppy. Yeah, animal. Ther- that's the mm-hmm. word I'm looking, therapy mm-hmm. animal. So do you guys offer any kind of training or teachings? We so don't. if I was to adopt a dog and the dog was a wild one, kind of like Mark's dog, if it was a wild <laughs> one, do you guys offer any classes to train a, train a dog or a cat? We don't personally do it, but we do have different um, training facilities in the area that and trainers that work very closely with us and do um, pet peeves dog training in Bunnell does. Um, she also works with veterans. She does a lot of pro bono stuff for us, um, very deeply discounted, works with a lot of the dogs, especially because we get so many abused dogs and dump dogs. Do you think, Sherry, is, that's one of the reasons why people get, get a dog and then get rid of it shortly after because it's a little wilder than they thought. They don't know how to teach it. They don't know how to train it. Definitely a lot more responsibility than you think it is. You know, again, it's like a child. It needs 24-hour assistance. It's it's something that's really important that you need to time the energy. You need that dedication. I don't care how old they are. But I do just want to go back, Kirk, on the rescuing situation because, Caroline, I want you to talk about how you were laying in the woods. When we use the term rescue, when they say they rescued an animal from the Humane Society, yes, they have rescued but genuinely, when it comes down to that word rescue, when Caroline was laying in the woods, um, literally laying for five hours to get this dog, how long was he out there? Um, I think about two to three weeks. Can you please touch so on you, that story? So let's back up. You found a dog in the woods that was a little on the grumpy side? <laughs> grumpy. <laughs> you call it grumpy, Kirk. Hungry, I would say abused, scared. Abandoned. Okay, scared. Okay. So we had, again, on the lost pet page that we run, um, most times there's a dog that's posted. We'll look, see if we can find an owner, no owner. Uh, we do have traps, um, kennels that we've built into traps that are bigger for scared dogs. Um, we had traps set for this dog for two weeks. Um, he was out in the Mondex common dumping ground out there for dogs what kind of dog first off let's back up he's i want to say a shepherd mix okay um a big boy yes big boy um actually detective annie conrad with the sheriff's department that does have a therapy dog mm-hmm. um she is actually one of my very good friends and partners with smart as well um so 
She fed this dog twice a day for two weeks, hoping to earn the trust, set traps. Um, her and Mike Langana, they set traps for the dog, baited it with chicken. He wouldn't go anywhere near it. So we set out to try all of us one morning um, just to kind of earn trust, see what we can do, how far we can get. Um, me being the dog psycho I am, I laid down in the grass um, as hot as it was with all the bugs, laid down in the grass, and this very scared dog decided he would come to me once I laid down flat in the grass. Um, it took still another five hours before he would let us actually corner him and leash him. He was very scared of humans. Um, clearly, there's been something that traumatized him with humans. You couldn't get close to him. You couldn't put – as soon as he saw a leash, he would run in woods and run far away from you. Um, I lay down. He started eating out of my hand. But as soon as I went to sit up, he would run. So we laid in the grass for five hours in the sun. Um, eventually, we kind of cornered cars against a tree and made almost like a V. And the three of us blocked him in and were able to finally secure him and get a leash on him. Um, Where's the boy today? He's actually being fostered by Detective Conrad um, and most likely would be a foster failure. It looks like <laughs> she's gotten very close to him. So I think he will be part of their pack now. Well, that's not a failure. That's a, a win, I would say. Yes, yes. Well, the term foster failure comes from fostering and failing at that job. Yes. Got it, got it, yes. got it. Yes. You can't fall in love, right? Yes. All right. Hey, let's take a fast commercial break. We'll be right back right after this. really blessed to have the opportunity to work with uh, their internship program. I wish when I was going through high school here in Flagler that I had the opportunity to be able to work for a tech company locally and be able to get the, that experience. You know, I'm definitely excited to be more of a part of Coastal Cloud and the community. Good morning and welcome back to the Business Report. I'm your host, Kirk Keller. And the studios with me this morning is Caroline Sharp. And I always say this wrong. Sherry? Shara. Shara. Got Shara. 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 <laughs> Got to get that right. They're with Smart Rescue. And Smart stands for? Saving Missing Animals Response Team. Okay. You just told us a fantastic story how you spent five hours out in the woods just so you could become friends with this German Shepherd mix. Yes. That had been basically... A, terribly abused by the signs of his anxiety yes that's typical so you you finally got him to trust you when you over and you captured him and now he's in a foster home my question is do you guys have a chip reader can you tell who the previous owner was and can we arrest that person hmm. so we do have chip readers we have several of them um a lot of the dogs he is not microchipped we did check him um, we did post him on the Lost Pet page. We um, alerted the Humane Society in case somebody called and they're looking for their dog and reporting it missing. Um, we shared it to all of the groups for the Mondex. So technically, even if an owner is not on social media per se and they're missing their dog, um, a neighbor, a family member, somebody usually is. Social media is a, a big platform for reuniting lost pets, amongst many other things. Um, yeah, because we have nothing to do except for saying our phones and yes. flip, 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 flip. <laughs> so, I mean, when you see a week go by and nobody is responding, I mean, usually that means 
either the dog is just too much for them, they don't want it, they won't respond, or they discarded the dog. Well, it seems like you have a big, loving heart, got a lot of training behind you, and I have a feeling you have another story to tell me, maybe? Another rescue? A good well, oh, I mean, the stories go on and on, but there has been instances where she was out in the canals um, for somebody who was visiting here, and their dog got lost. Oh, Rocky. Oh, my God. Tell, so please. Rocky was a dog that was here with a Philippine family that spoke very little English. Um, they were in Flagler Beach, um, leaving in 48 hours. They actually visit the area for Flagler County quite often when they come down from New York. Um, they were here. Something spooked their dog down on A1A. Um, three or four days of searching. We had no sightings. We put up signs. I always put up poster board and signs, flyers for missing mm-hmm. dogs for the calls. Um, we got a call that somebody in their backyard saw Rocky um, actually across on one of the barrier islands down in Flagler Beach. Um, Uh When the water kind of – when the tide went down, I assume, he must have crossed over the water. And usually it's pretty deep, but they said it goes down sometimes certain parts of the day. So he must have crossed over um, to a little barrier island. There was nothing there, a bunch of cactus trees um, so several, myself and several other residents down there, volunteers went over. They allowed us to use their kayaks, a lot of the neighbors. So we went over with a, on a kayak with a trap on us, set a trap over there. Unfortunately, he wouldn't go for the trap, but we did spot him and um, corner him where I was able to kind of crawl down in under the cactus tree and pull him out and reunite him with his family. So. His family was there for that very emotional time. Fantastic. Um, another family came over on their boat and brought us back on the boat, you know, to the mainland just so that he doesn't get scared on a kayak right. and jump off again. Exactly. Um, so really, honestly, Kirk, the community support is amazing for what we do. It really is. So you mentioned volunteers, but you also have some paid staff. I'm sure you have to pay the veterinarians for <laughs> any medical stuff. Uh, tell us about that have any paid staff we're completely 100 percent volunteer based oh, we I do pay I for vet care training um you know we cover all the f- costs for every dog that's in foster homes all of our dogs go into foster care so when you say every cost because that is something i see I, my wife and i was just telling before we went on the air we've always been dog owners for years uh, we recently lost our our little schnauzer cane he was my boy anyway <laughs> It, it can be expensive. I know the treatments that we went through, mm-hmm. uh, first two months was almost $5,000. Oh, yeah. Wow. And everybody thought it was nuts, but that was my boy. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, so you cover the medical cost and the food cost? and We cover everything, yes. We buy all of the – I mean, we do have some fosters that tell us, you know, you so, have a lot of vet care to cover. We'll cover the food and the collars and the bowls and the beds, things like that. Um, but we do cover that and offer to, even though a lot of the fosters we have are have been following me for years with doing a lost pet page. Do you need more foster parents? Absolutely. And I call them foster parents for sure because, like you said, uh, a pet, dog or cat, and I'm a dog fan, uh, they're like children. Yes. So right now our we are completely foster-based. Our goal is to wasn't that when I started the nonprofit, but our goal at this point is to acquire um, a facility, a building, and a property that we can um, have a facility to be able to house these dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, How far away are you from hitting that goal? Oh, we are far away, and we are um, 
we're trying to set up meetings with the county and city right now to try to get their backing and support with it. Um, what we provide in Flagler County. there's a building owner that was listening to the show right yes, now. Yes, please. <laughs> Anyone out there <laughs> that wanted to donate a, land. a building mm-hmm. or something? Absolutely. That, that, would that work? Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We are. We are a nonprofit organization, so any kind of donations are tax deductible. Um, we can provide all the paperwork. We can do whatever needs to be done. Um, you would be helping a great cause. We take in so many abused and neglected dogs. Um, providing a foster home for them sometimes is very difficult while we learn the personality and learn to and try to get that dog to trust humans again. Having a facility where safety is the key would be priority right now. Um, And like I said, Kirk, we're getting five to ten calls a day of people wanting to surrender that don't trust a humane society. They know my efforts with the dogs to rehab and to put in any amount of effort we need to to get that dog to be adoptable again and adopt them out. So, Well, let's talk about raising funds and funding. You're the queen of the events mm-hmm. over there, so how, how do we get money to you? Well, we will have a, we have had and will be still continuing to have events, um, but we we are concentrating on getting a facility. It is much needed in Flagler County, especially at this point, and how much it's grown over the last three years. It's tripled, especially Flagler County. It is 100% necessary to have a facility. The Humane Society can only handle so much. It was not meant for this kind of population growth. And we need the help. Um, you guys ever have fundraisers to raise some cash? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We were having yappy hours. We had one at Looper's. Um, but this event coming up is a one-year anniversary event that will be held oh. at Central Park right. Town well, Center. Tell us all about it. Um, so we've been working very diligently to get vendors signed up and food trucks, which we already have eight food trucks and 35 vendors set up. Oh, wow. Uh, we will have a kid zone with donated bounce houses a foam machine and a foam th- as foam. in F-O-A-M, foam. Exactly. A foam machine, uh, therapy horses. Um, what am I missing? The sheriff's department Probably will be Probably face there. painting. The Flagler Sheriff's Department will be set up. Um, the fire department will be set up. Um, it's a dog-friendly event, so we're doing um, – we're trying to plan something for the dogs as well, like a blessing of the dogs, but we're still in the process. It's still a little early, so we're right. still planning. Um, we have a car show going on there. We have um, a blessing of the Jeeps going on. So we are we have a lot of support from the community to kind of make it a really nice event. Um, the goal is to use all proceeds from this event to go toward a facility. Even if we get a donated piece of property or a building, we would still need the funds to build up the facility where we right. need it. So these funds will go toward that. Um, the goal is to really gain the support of other businesses and people um, and and just get the resources out there for the animals. So if I see a, a dog walking around by itself, maybe collared or no collared, is there a phone number to call or is it strictly just through the Facebook page? It's all Caroline. Um, yes, my my phone number is, is everywhere. I listed everywhere. <laughs> um, I'm always accessible to anyone. Um, Sheriff's At any Department, time, anybody. 2 a.m., yeah. 7 a.m. Um, Sheriff's Department, I have some deputies that even will call me in the middle of the night if they see a dog. Some of them are not very familiar with getting a loose dog, per se, and some are just not fans of dogs or scared of a certain breed. Um, so I will get up at any time and go help any family with a missing pet. Um, what if we're listening to the show this morning and we've decided, I wouldn't mind doing a foster thing to help out the team? 
How do we do that? Um, you can go to our website, our Facebook page, contact us. However, our, if you go to our website, we have all the contact Which is information. What? what is the website? It's smartflagler.com. Um, so if you go to smartflagler.com, you can reach, you can actually connect to our Facebook, TikTok, Instagram pages. Our email addresses are there. My phone number, as crazy as it is, is there. Um, and anybody can call me anytime. Great. Text messages? Yes, absolutely. That's- that's the way we communicate in this day and age. You know that, don't you? Yes. Well, I mean, I might be in the woods catching a dog for five hours, so it's better. <laughs> no, I get. That. I, can't, I cannot believe you laid in the grass mm-hmm. with bugs and snakes and everything mm-hmm. for five hours. Just I be, needed a just good to befriend a German uh, German Shepherd, and now that German Shepherd's in a safe home and happy. He's very happy. How He's- often do the the, the adoptive parents come back in and visit, or bring the puppies, or call you and say, "You gotta come by and see Rocky." I actually keep in touch with most most of the uh, even when I work uh, volunteered at the Humane Society, I did their adoption events off site, and I keep in touch with most of the families that adopted from me for years. Um, so a lot of them come to our events when we have yappy hours. A lot of the dogs that are adopted come out. Um, most of them, if they're on Facebook, are on my Facebook page. So I'm always seeing updates. Um, if they need anything with vetting, even though they're not our responsibility anymore, I still do actually help. So how do you vet a family that would adopt a dog? I mean, how can you tell this family is going to be good doggy parents versus bad dogs? She doggy has an parents? intuitive, instinctive <sighs> people reading skill. You got that sixth, sixth radar? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. And I actually, I mean, there's just a gut that you have to go with. And have I've turned, turned people away yeah, before. I was going to say, have you turned yes. people mm-hmm. down? And then I've looked on social media or Google search and I learned that they were actually had some domestic violence or abuse stuff in the past of, you know, people or other situations that I was happy that I went with my gut. Uh, but I do a lot of online searches, social media checks, look at friends list, um, and just kind of gauge who the people are. Well, if you, if you snoop on my social media, you'll find that I eat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, we still need to find your puppy. Um, I do want to oh, yeah, give my a, wife, my wife said, don't you dare bring a puppy home yet. Yeah. <laughs> Just do like I do. Bring them anyway. Um, I do want to say that we have um, an amazing veterinarian team at East Coast Animal Hospital. Oh, um, yeah. Just their their dedication and their loyalty, Kirk, is is far above and beyond what I can expect from anyone. Um, Dr. Tajmir and his wife, Carly, have been a true blessing since they opened up the practice. Yes, they have. They, um, they took very good care of Kane, our little schnauzer. Oh, so well. you are yeah, familiar. Yes, very familiar with um, they, I have had dogs emergencies on the weekend where i shouldn't even tell this but they have opened up the practice to help a dog that was dying or hit by a car um just because they know we didn't have the funds to go to an er that Um, is fantastic the loyalty is above and beyond fantastic all right tell us about the event before we go yes september 23rd 23 2023 central park town center cruise in for pause from three to seven um, it'd be from three to seven. We'll have an amazing kid zone. We need business sponsors, even personal sponsors. If you love what we do, you love animals, um, you want to be part of the organization, business or no business, even personal, it's a tax deduction. Um, we can give you all the paperwork. Businesses, we really need sponsors um, to throw help out, us. Throw out that website one more time. It is smartflagler.com. Ladies, thank you very much. Thank you for what you're thank doing. You. And I love the idea that the entire team, are volunteers not a single paid not one little penny if not we actually give i absolutely (laughs) love that 
Thank you for being on the show today. Thank Thank you, Kirk, for helping us out. No problem. That's the Business Report. We'll see you next Saturday. The Business Report, brought to you by the Joe Mullins Companies and Space Coast Credit Union. Your life, your financial watchdog.